Listener beware. No Time to Game is a podcast chock full with spoilers. If your intent is to play this game and you don't wish the ending to be spoiled, turn back now. And then come back when you're done and let's talk about it. Welcome to No Time to Game, a quest for game-life balance, where we play and talk about short games, indie games, and anything else that doesn't demand you sacrifice your relationships or give up your firstborn child. I'm Devin, and I just don't have the hundreds of hours anymore to play MMOs, open-world games, and loot grinds. And I'm Josh, and I played a lot of Xbox 360. Well, didn't we all? This month, if you listened to last episode, you'll know what's going on. This month, we're back to finish our list of favorite games and realizing this list is a lot longer than the last episode. So it's probably possible, possibly probable that we'll have a third part. Oops. (laughs) Well, we left off last time uh, right around the turn of the century. Um, with the start of the PS2, the GameCube, and the original Xbox. So the PS2 was in 2000, the GameCube was in 2001, and the Xbox was also in 2001. So which one of these uh, did you spend the most time playing on? I guess what I want to ask. This was a good year. Good year for video games. Um, I did not play any PS2. Maybe at friends' houses, but it wasn't memorable. I had an Xbox. Xbox was mine. My stepbrother had a GameCube. So I played that a little bit um, when I when he wasn't home or when I could wrestle it out of his hands. But um, otherwise, I was Xbox from this point on. Nice. Committed. Yeah. I was still in my PlayStation phase. So the PS2 was the first one I got. And I think it was also the first console I ever bought with my own money. And it was expensive as hell. That's all I remember. Uh, yeah. Um, and I, I, remember I ended that. up, I did own all three eventually, but I, yeah, I had a PS2, I think pretty soon after it released. And then I had a GameCube probably after it was like a year old. And then I had an Xbox when it was maybe like a couple of years old. Well, why don't you talk about your PS2 games since I don't have any? Sure. So. Yeah, that in that era, that was when I was sort of getting out of the JRPGs that I've been playing on the previous systems. Um, and I didn't really there's not a lot of PS2 games that really stick out to me. But I do remember really, really liking God of War one and two. I played a lot of that. Um, and I remember th- this was around when I was getting into Grand Theft Auto. I remember playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto three which was the first one that was like a 3d game. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, you know, spending a lot of time on like the game FAQ website, uh, like forum. It was like a community for like people to chat about GTA three. Was that San Andreas? No, San Andreas. I don't know why they did the numbering this way, but, uh, three was set in, uh, Liberty city. And then oh, yes. Vice City came out, and then San Andreas mm-hmm. came out. So San Andreas was like the last one on the PS2. Right. So I don't really know why they weren't called like GTA 3, 4, and 5, because they were all main series, like main entries or whatever. But um, yeah, I remember getting really into GTA 3 and then just playing a lot of like all three of them. Sure. But yeah, those are the those are the ones that really stand out. There was also a game... And I don't know if I even played this actually when this when it was new, but I've played it later for sure. And it was it's one of my favorite PS2 games called Shadow of the Colossus. I don't know if you're familiar. Never with that heard at of all. it. 
No. You're like a normal sized dude and you're going around on a horse and you're fighting these giant monsters called Colossi, I think. And they all like have fur patches and stuff and you like climb up on them and you like climb up their leg and, you know, around their back and up to their head and stab them in the eye. And like they have like weak spots. It's all about these like boss battles with these monsters that are way, way bigger than you. No, I don't think I've ever. That sounds similar kind of in the gameplay style to um, some of the boss battles in, what was it? I think Prince of Persia. There was some similar kind of stabbing weak points and stuff and climbing up bosses, I I remember, but no, I've never played that. Yeah, I played a lot of those Prince of Persia games, but it's been a long time and I I don't really remember the bosses, but that's actually a good one too, because this was like the era that those games were out. Yeah, they're on my list actually. Yeah, I like those a lot. So you would have played those on Xbox then? Yes. And I also played San Andreas on Xbox. Right. Played a lot of San Andreas. Yeah. When with my Xbox, I think I got it because I'd seen well, I'd played some Halo, Halo one and two at some friends' houses. And uh I also had a friend who had Morrowind, which was, you know, the Elder mm-hmm. Scrolls game it came before Oblivion, which came before Skyrim. So it was the Elder yep. Scrolls three. Um, and I remember that like blew my mind because not really having gotten into PC gaming, this was kind of the first time a huge game like this was on a console and it was like just insane. I I couldn't imagine anything, you know, bigger and more in depth than Morrowind. Yeah. And I didn't play a ton of Morrowind. I think I played Morrowind after I had played Oblivion, um, Mm -hmm. because I played Oblivion and loved it and played so much of it that. Um, I wanted to try the earlier one and by that point I was spoiled by oblivion and it, the graphics kind of bugged me, but, um, still, you know, from what I played still fantastic. I love the series. So yeah, I still claim hours the best one, but Hmm. I don't know if I could go back and play it now. I just, I loved how free it was. Like you could make your own spells and stuff and customize them however you wanted. And I just remember cool. You could like, well, it would like, you had the spell list that it gave you, but you could make them extra powerful or something, I think is how it worked. And right. so I remember there was like a jump spell, but it, you know, in a normal game, it's like, okay, well you can make your jump, you know, five times bigger or whatever. And that's as powerful as this jump spell could get, but there was like no limitations in Morrowind. So I remember seeing a buddy like somehow do some kind of magic crafting to make this jump spell that would give you like a thousand times jump ability. And then Jeez. he also like had a feather fall kind of spell that made you float down. So he could literally leap across the map and you would just go like kind of out into this, like above the clouds where you couldn't see anything. And it would take like a minute or two to come back down. But you would come <laughs> back down and cast like feather fall or whatever it was called and float back down to the ground. And you could literally jump across the map. And I'd never really played anything like this that had like a big, interconnected map like normally up until this point if you did that you'd hit an invisible wall somewhere you know what i mean like it wasn't really one area but yeah. in morrowind it was and that just blew my mind i mean that was yeah when i first discovered these open world massive map games yeah just did that just insane um the you know how far you can just ride your horse and never reach the end never reach a wall yeah there was there was a lot of fun to be had. I never really got that far in that game either, I don't think. No. Nope. It was more about the sandbox and just like, it really just stands out to me because it was sort of 
my first glimpse into what like open world video games could be. I love open world video games. I have since, you know, they started and um, that's part of my problem <laughs> um, is that I love them so much. I just love the op, the, you know, the options and um, just, you know, you could just wander and accomplish nothing and still have a great time. Like you don't, you're not certainly not railroaded. You're, you you do not have to follow um, the main quest line or anything. You can just, you know, harvest berries or whatever forage or whatever (laughs) these games are are crazy i i used to love open world games and now i find they're like i just get bored of them so fast there's so many games out there i just want something i can get through at a reasonable pace and i I still like them but i just don't ever finish them anymore it's a love hate for me now after there have been so many and uh and yeah also i don't have the time for them but um but yeah, I mean, you've got to have <laughs> you've got to have the the commitment and the yeah. time to 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 give to these. Did you get into Fable much? Oh yeah, that was oh, my that goodness, was a yes. good one. Um, and one, two, and three. Yeah, I played one a bit, and I think I played I played a lot of two, but I never beat it. Like that was one that, like you said, I would just play and I would just do like chores and buy houses and you know like play the like side kind play of the economy. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the side missions and stuff. And I never got that far, but I probably played like 50 hours of it. Yeah, these were some of the early games, like the first games that I just like loved the storyline of. And I got really into the storyline and I and I, um, yeah, I loved all the side stuff. I beat them multiple times, actually, like all three of them I beat um, and I became like the most powerful normally the most powerful mage or sorcerer (laughs) in the game. And I had all the spells and I was often evil but i i had two characters one of them always had horns and the other one was just this you know righteous <laughs> hero and yeah i just go in and terrorize people and kill whole towns and then um yeah that'd be a, you really that'd be a fun time yeah you, and it really let you do whatever in that game too like you know same with morrowind and those elder scrolls games but like you could do that. You could just like murder NPCs and, you know, like it, there was a lot of freedom that you didn't really get. Like that was kind of new back then. These were the yeah. first couple of games that I saw that that kind of let you do that. But your choices mattered, right? Like it affected the the, the, mm-hmm. the gameplay and it affected the way people treated you. And that was kind of new for for me, for well, for games to do that. And I, I really latched onto that. Yeah. Fable actually was the series that uh it was how I got my wife into playing games. So she wasn't like she played a little bit as a kid. But when we started dating, she didn't really play video games at all. Yep. And when I started, uh, you know, probably on the Xbox 360, maybe getting into that. And and I was like, hey, I think you might like this game. Like she likes, you know, medieval stuff and whatever. Fantasy. Yeah, really, really into Fable. And now like those these are the kind of games that she really likes, like the Elder Scrolls games and Fable and Fallout and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean they're fantastic games. I'm talking about them now. I don't know. I don't know how replaying the, them would be. I think I could still very much get into them. But yeah, I think they um, they had an art style that ages pretty well for a 3D yeah. game. Like it was a little bit cartoony, and it, I, I mean I'm sure it looked old, but it, I think it'd still look okay. Um, did you know there's a new one in development? Oh, oh no, I don't think I did. It's uh, it's being made by the people that made Forza, the Forza Horizon games. Really? Um, Hello Games, I think they're called. Or no, 
They're yeah. the ones that do No Man's Sky, aren't they? Yes. Playground games. Do. That's what they're called. Um, right. And they're, uh, yeah, they're working on a new fable and they haven't really announced anything other than there was like a, a two second trailer with a fairy flying around and it said like fables coming, but that that's oh. about it. But I, I have a feeling, you know, based on the way that they handled kind of the open world and also the, um, you know, like the seasons and stuff like the long term content in those Forza Horizon games. Yeah, uh, I think that they, they can really do a good job with Fable. I'm hopeful to make it more of a long term, like an open world game, but that has continued, you know, quests and seasonal content and stuff more like a destiny yeah. or something. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know this like those were kind of kind of open world, but not well, they weren't really were they they were they had areas that you could explore and stuff, but yeah, I don't think they were particularly linear though. I think they were, they were sort of, they weren't quite as open world and, you know, huge as Morrowind, but I think they were still pretty open compared to most games at the time. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm interested to see that. Yeah. So there, there was one other <laughs> Xbox game that stands out and I, I never really heard of this since, but I loved it at the time. So I looked it up in preparation for this episode and I was like, whatever happened to this? And apparently everyone hated it. It was just not a well-received game. And that's why oh, I never okay. hear of it. Um, but it was called true crime. And there was two of them. It was like true crime, New York and true C- crime, Chicago or something. I don't remember. But right. It was, uh, it was basically a GTA knockoff, but with like a way more fleshed out like fighting system. So you would, you know, you did the car stuff and driving cars yeah. and whatever. But when you were actually like fighting people, you could do like cool, like, you know, suplexes. And, you know, it wasn't just like punch, 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 punch done. You could do actual like fighting moves and have fighting styles and stuff. And maybe it was just because of the age I was at the time or what. But I just thought it was the coolest thing. But apparently they weren't popular. So maybe it was just me mm. that liked it. I mean, yeah, certainly like I played a lot of, like I said, San Andreas um, GTA, but the fighting was always so clunky. Like mm-hmm. if it you, still is on even it the still is. GTAs, yeah, it's I mean, not good. It's not it's not good. That wasn't where it shone. Right. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd play that. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a feeling it probably that's one that probably would feel pretty clunky now, but I have really fond sure. memories, so I never want I don't want to like try it and don't, realize don't that play it, it again yeah no a lot of these games we should never revisit yeah but, but that was about I, it for me for the xbox um i had a couple any, more you have a couple more you want to talk about yeah this is where i played this might have been the only i think this was the actually the only period where i was into splinter cell um mm-hmm. uh, specifically tom clancy's splinter cell from 2004 and uh chaos theory splinter cell chaos theory from 2005 those were games that i played a lot of i remember just all of the gadgets that you could have and the different visions the night vision and the heat vision and all that stuff i just found that really cool and sneaking around i think these were these were the first stealth games i played um which were really cool um because you could take your time and you didn't have to rush and you could really get into it and that's where like that led me into um, and we'll talk about it in, in when we get to the 360, but led me into the Arkham games and really loving those. But, mm. um, but, but yeah, those Splinter Cell games were, for me, those were memorable. I, and I also played, played those, those ones. Oh, no? I, I played the ones on the 360 and, and they were very fun. So I, I really liked the Splinter Cell games that I did play as well as um, Ghost Recon were really good oh, as yeah. well. 
it is possible that I played a couple on the 360, but I, I guess they all kind of bleed together in my mind, and I don't quite know which ones I spent yeah. the most time on. Yeah, um, there, I forget what the first one was called. I think the second one was called Blacklist. There was there was two on 360 that I played, and you were like the same character, Sam Fisher, I think was his name, but yeah. he was like getting a little bit older, and it was like a you know it was like a take in like the movie uh, kind of plot, like he was going to rescue his daughter or something. Oh, you know? okay. Like it was a real cliche. This, this older guy getting out of the business, but he had to go back in for one last thing, and you know, one like yeah. Um, but all I remember really from those ones, and, and this again, this was on the 360. But there was like interrogations that you could do, and it was brutal. Like you would get to certain parts in the like story, and you'd have to interrogate somebody, and you could like use the environment to like basically torture them. Oh, and all I, I, the, the only thing I really remember, I remember like one you like slam their hand or their face down on like a grill like in a restaurant and then one you yeah. bash their head through a, a ceramic sink like in a public bathroom i remember like, it was like press x and you press x you're like what's this gonna do and then you slam his head through the sink and it was like oh okay I oh no that's oh no it's oh, gonna no. do but, <laughs> uh, they were really fun games but yeah they were a little intense yeah i mean how old were you at that point Probably, oh, uh, I would have been an adult then. This was in the 360 era. Oh, sure. 360 at that point is. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know yeah. what, what the ones for original Xbox were like. Maybe they were a little more tame. I don't remember them being that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we think the other one that I played a lot of was Battlefront 2. I've always been a big Star Wars kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and my friends played hours and hours and hours of, of Battlefront 2. Nice. Um, on the xbox was that a shooter and i never played that one. Oh dear um yes it was uh it was a shooter it could be first person you could also go into third person but it was kind of made for for first person but there was um they were like simulated battles and there was waves and different modes but um you could be all different types of star wars characters you could be uh, troopers or droids or or in vehicles and stuff it was kind of similar to halo in, in style mm-hmm. um but it was star wars so i loved it and you could also if you did well enough you could have the option to play as a hero so you could come in as you know like obi-wan or luke or yeah or if you were playing on the uh empire side you know slashing around as darth vader was always a hit so <laughs> well they, they rebooted that i think because i think they, they were also called battlefront um recently yep. on like the xbox one era and i did play a little bit of that it sounds like it was pretty similar i didn't realize it was like basically a reboot of an older game the originals were better um i mean people were really upset about uh i didn't love i didn't love the new ones quite as much i did have them both and i played them both because i was excited because they were rebooting it but ea really you know with all their microtransactions they eat it. They they ate it up. Exactly. Yeah, they do what they do best. Well, it was. I think it was made by the same people that make Battlefield, but it came kind yeah. of at the time where Battlefield was sort of on a decline, and like right. Battlefield's really not looking too hot these days. I guess the most recent one was not well received, which is a okay. bummer because those games used to be fun. But yeah. yeah, I think that was the downfall. Like they seem like cool games, but they yeah they were getting into microtransaction territory pretty hard. A lot of that. Mm-hmm. A lot of that. So, yeah, the original or not even the original. It was really the second one that was the best uh, on the Xbox and the most memorable. But 
it was just a lot of fun to play uh, couch co-op on. Mm-hmm. Like it was probably our main couch co-op game on the Xbox back then uh, nice. between me and my friends. And then I played a little bit of Halo 2. That was also um, great for couch co-op. I didn't really play that by myself. Yeah, I remember going like to hang out at friends' houses in high school. And, That's what you, know, you do, yeah. Sitting around in their bedroom and playing Halo 2 until their mom made you a stir fry and then going <laughs> home for the evening. Yeah, or fish sticks and fries yeah. or something. Yeah, that was a good, that um, was a good um, you know, high school era memories. Yes. Oh, I loved I, lo- I mean, I loved high school when I wasn't at school. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we already mentioned them, but I played so much Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Warrior mm-hmm. Within, and Two Thrones. Those games yeah. were epic. So yeah, I my, think my I, didn't, I didn't have those in my list, but I, I think I played, I probably played them on PS2, maybe some of them on Xbox, but I also love those. And they were really like the precursor to Assassin's Creed. But yes. in my mind, they were better. I think, I think assassin's creed is fine some of them are really good some of them i don't care for so much but like, yeah. bring prince of persia back because they were awesome really yeah they were really i try i actually bought uh i think it was the first one on steam maybe a few months ago to try and play it again oh no it was so <laughs> it was so clunky and yeah. so triangly and just like was really hard. It was really yeah. hard to get into. And I remember just, I mean, just the, the way that, you know, the way that games are, are made these days, it's just more fluid. It's just easier to control your characters. But I couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. So it's, it was really sad. Yeah. So I'm not going to go back because I loved those <laughs> games and I played them so much. Yeah, I'm not really surprised by that. It, I, I think it deserves a reboot. I mean, they made a movie a couple of years ago randomly. So like, make us I another think game. it did very well. Yeah. There was a, a couple of Prince of Persia games on the 360 as well, um, but they weren't as good as the three that were on the original no, Xbox. They I were all right, but yeah, one of them was pretty good. One of them was pretty meh. Um, but yeah, those those original three were really the highlights of the early 2000s, I feel like. Definitely. Before we move on to the 360, there was one game that I played a lot of on my stepbrother's GameCube, and that was Super Smash Brothers Melee. 2001 weirdly i think that's the only smash bros game i've never really played i don't know if i've ever played it at all is that really i've played Hmm. all the other ones a bunch but i I, again like the the gamecube timing was so like right at the end of high school for me that i just didn't play it much yeah I, i played a little bit of wind waker uh i played a little bit of paper mario i think um a little bit of mario sunshine but yeah, yeah, my GameCube just went pretty untouched. The only the most memorable thing with the GameCube is I remember watching uh, a friend of mine play Resident Evil 4. And this was sort of my first experience with Resident Evil. I never really played any of the earlier ones. And right. it just looked so cool and terrifying that I <laughs> eventually did play that one. Although I think I played it on something else later, like on Xbox or PS2 or something. I don't think I played it on GameCube. Um, but that was the first Resident Evil game, and it was originally, I think, released on GameCube only. And it was oh, okay. A, it was a really, really good game. Got me into Resident Evil. Sure. I just have really fond memories of of kicking my siblings' butts in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> I mean, that was it wasn't my system, so I didn't play much of it. But uh, and I and I did play the other some of the other Smash Bros. 
And again, it's probably a case of some of them kind of blending together in my head, but I do remember, I do remember playing that uh, on the GameCube, um, yeah. mostly, mostly with the just siblings. People swear by that one too. Apparently, that's that's the one that everybody like sets as the gold standard. Like Melee is mm. the Smash Bros to end all Smash Bros. Yeah, I remember it being really, really good. I remember loving it. But that's it. That's all I had for that system. And um, we've hit all my my top games on the Xbox. So I'm yeah. ready to move on if you are. Yeah, well, we're starting to get into sequel territory here because we've already mentioned a few games that yep. you know we played on Xbox and then on Xbox 360. Um, so we were, yeah, we were starting to see a lot of series um, sort of continuing on. Um, going back to what we were saying about open world games, the Xbox 360 was really when I got into like playing Fallout. Um, oh yeah. So Fallout 3, I remember the first time playing that. That was another one that blew my mind. Like I liked Morrowind. I think I probably played Oblivion before I played Fallout 3. But I just like the setting better of like the post-apocalypse and the guns and stuff better than the swords and whatever. And sure. like Fallout 3, I just loved it. I think I, you know, got all the achievements and played through once as a good guy and once as an evil guy and just like did everything in that game. And I absolutely loved it. Those were games that I just never I, I don't I don't know why I didn't get into. Um, I think I I always preferred the fantasy setting. So yeah. I spent all of that time playing um, Oblivion um, and my my cousin um who I was very close with, he played Fallout and he loved Fallout. So I, I did play it. I did watch it. But I, you know, I don't know why. I, I just, because I think I was just so wrapped up in the spells and the swords and all of that stuff, um, I was more interested in that. Yeah, yeah. And I did play Oblivion in Skyrim. Um, but yeah, Fallout was the one that really kind of did it for me. Like, I, I don't know if I beat Oblivion I only beat Skyrim a couple of years ago. Like I got the remaster and sure. beat the main story, but like, I just always get bored. There's too much to do and I can't get through all the side quests and stuff. I can't play it anymore. I can't play it now at 33, but um, yeah, when I was like, whatever, 18, 19, 20. Yeah. Oblivion and Skyrim were my, were my shit. Yeah. Um, Another game that I've mentioned before because we did a whole episode on it, but I mean, one of my favorite games of all times was on the Xbox 360, and that was Bioshock. Bioshock, yeah, and really oh, all three of the Bioshocks were just phenomenal. They were they that and Fallout Three were two of the biggest games for me in this era. Sure. Yeah, um, I didn't obviously I didn't play that until you uh, until you forced me to. Um, I shouldn't say forced because I did really enjoy it. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I missed those ones for some reason. I mean, there were a lot of games on the 360, so um, I just I, I didn't play those ones. But I did play, I did, like I alluded to before, I did get into the Batman games. Um, Arkham Asylum I thought was really cool. And then I played Arkham City on the 360, which was just even cooler just because it was more it was bigger the map was yeah. bigger you could fly around the city um you could just stop random crimes as you were flying over them and, and hear them happening and and uh, i liked finding all of the secrets and the villains and all of these little storylines that were happening at the uh, and all the stealth was super cool and you were batman so like <laughs> i think these were yeah. just really cool for me as a, as a 
teenager. They were on my they're on my honorable mentions list. They those games were super fun and I I hundred percented them, found all the yeah. Riddler trophies and stuff. And I even like got the I I've played them a couple times. I think I, I got the um like a remaster collection or something for the modern consoles. And I played okay. Arkham Asylum again. I haven't re- gone back to Arkham City yet, but I'm excited to do that someday because that game was just so, so good. So good. So good. I couldn't I couldn't beat, um, what was the third one? Uh, Arkham Knight? Uh, no, that's the newest one. It was Arkham Origins was the one set at Christmas. Oh, that yeah. That was the third one. I think I did beat Origins. I think Arkham Knight, I couldn't. That was the one with too the hard. car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was too much going on. Um, I liked that one, but it, it was my least favorite probably of all of them. Yeah. I mean, it was still fun. There were parts that were fun, but I got to a point that I just couldn't I couldn't yeah. beat it, and it drove me crazy. <laughs> um, I did play uh, Assassin's Creed 1 to 4 Yeah. Um, on this, and I got in, I got it. I saw the first one when I was um, at university. I was watching, uh, I think it was that same cousin. I was watching him play it and, um, I, I hadn't really heard about them, but then I watched him do a leap of faith and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> that this was game. really cool. The first time, what is this game? It? Yeah. The first, and now it's just like, whatever you jump off a building, but yeah. like we had a friend who was, I remember this, we had a friend who was really didn't do well with heights Yeah, and he could not watch that happen. <laughs> he got nauseous every time. And to the point where we would call him in to the room and just say we wanted to chat with him and then do it as he came in the room just to just to psych him out. But um yeah, then I got into those and I was I was hooked. And I do hear what you're saying where there have been some, certainly there's been a lot of them now, but there's been some for me that have been a lot better than mm-hmm. others. I don't um, really like the newer ones. Although I haven't the played ones? the two newest, but I played uh Origins, I think, the one set in Egypt, and I didn't really like yep. that one very much. Yeah, they got they get really really big and um and yeah, I mean some some work and some don't. I really liked the ones where you were playing Ezio. Mm-hmm. They were my favorite. Ezio Auditori di Firenze. Um, Black Flag was also one that at the that time was really I was kind of like, eh, this doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed. But now thinking back, it's one of my favorite ones because it was just a really cool pirate game. Yeah, exactly. Who at that point it was like, oh, this doesn't really need to feel like Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. This is a top-notch pirate game with a you know you got your crew and everything and it was just a really cool style of game um let me see what else did i play fable 2 and 3 were on the xbox 360 which we talked about mm-hmm. already and i also played the force unleashed again that was in star my wars honorable mentions as well that i i would i'm considering bumping that up to one of my favorites because those games <laughs> were awesome they were so one and much two fun. yeah so so good and I, I'm yeah. kind of surprised that they haven't really remade those because just the the way they used the force abilities was so good. There was so much like sort of sandbox to it where you could yeah. you know, fling dudes out windows and you could pick them up. But then instead of throwing them, you just kind of hover them over a ledge and drop them off an edge somewhere. And like they, they just so they cool. made you feel so powerful. I think those were the, the best um, Star Wars games that you know, you played a force user um, and felt like a force user when you played it. Yeah. You were fast, um, especially once you had your abilities unlocked, you were fast, you were strong. Like, yeah, you were, it was, it was epic. Um, I loved those games. 
Um, and last, not last, there's two more that I have. Um, Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. I played a lot, a lot of that. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Um, that's the second one, right? That's the first one. Well, there was there was a game called like Red the... Dead Revolver or something, I think. Yeah, which was that's not the one that not I'm... an official. It wasn't really officially a sequel, but it was pretty much a sequel. I think I never played that. Sure, one. I didn't play that one, but Red Dead Redemption, um, I I really really liked. Yeah, and did you play that one? Uh, I played the first one a bit. I don't remember if I beat it. I played a lot of Red Dead Redemption Two. That's actually on my list for the. Xbox yeah. One is one of my favorites. Same, same. Um, and then I think this is possibly, probably on both of our lists, but Destiny. Oh, I never even, I forgot about Destiny. <laughs> How did you forget about Destiny? <laughs> I don't know. Destiny is a weird one to me because I have sort of mixed feelings about it. It was one of the best times of like gaming ever, but it was also the yeah. most unhealthy, like unsustainable mm-hmm. thing. Because I was playing with a bunch of friends and we were all like, if somebody got a gun that you wanted, everybody was like, time to not sleep or eat for three weeks <laughs> until I get this gun. Like it was it was so competitive and so addictive in a way that sure. nothing else had been up to that point. Now I kind of yep. understand the grind and it doesn't it, it doesn't do that to me. But at that time, it was so new. We were all like, oh, man, this is like I just I need to do this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's on my list. I um for like amount of time spent Mm -hmm. and and all that but i i'm certainly not gonna sit here and say it was it was a healthy relationship (laughs) well you came from Um, mmos too like you played a lot of mmos so you probably at least understood that a little more like i never played mmos destiny was the first kind of games as a service type thing like that where it was like content and seasons and and it was just the addiction and and how much i needed to get everything done every day and stuff was not sustainable at all no to an adult i can't play it now no i can't i can't play destiny or destiny 2 now um i i that's what i do with these games especially mmos i will commit so much time and energy to them um until i burn myself out and don't want to look at it ever again <laughs> yeah i went back to destiny 2 not that long ago and it so i played it when it was new and then I stopped for a long time and then I went back and there was tons of new content and it was a lot of fun. And then I got caught up to the point where I was like, oh, a new season comes out. I'll buy the season pass and play the new content. And then I just got right. really bored of it. So it was like, yep. I, I I think I, I can't get into that grind anymore like I used to because I no. know it's just going to go away. But at the time, the first one, like in the sense that when you first played Destiny, it was like you were trying to get to this certain power level and get this loot. But then when like the next DLC comes out, the level cap gets they bumped bump up and it up. didn't matter what you did. And once that exactly. kind of happened, it sort of broke the spell because yes. then it was like, oh, I guess it didn't really matter if I missed, you know, getting this Gallerhorn or whatever rocket launcher that everybody has. But for that first glorious couple of months, man, what a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so same. So, so same. Um and but you can like you know you can if you're able to as a person you can play them more casually and just wait for everyone to be reset mm-hmm. like you you'll get a a bump to to meet the same power level as everybody else and and start over and yeah and yeah. those games i think are more fun than a lot of mmos like far as just the gameplay like the the gunplay in destiny is very fun the variety is yes. very fun 
Um, so like, it is just fun to play, even if you're not really that interested in the grind. Yeah, it is definitely. I, I mean, I still enjoy, like occasionally I've gone back to it because I have a friend who, who, uh, who's still pretty into it. Um, and I, I always really enjoy PVP in these games in MMOs and, and destiny. So like, if you're not doing ranked or anything like that, you can just go in and, and still win mm-hmm. and still have a good time. If you're, if you know what you're doing, um, and that's, you know, that's a lot of fun. And I, I played Destiny 2 when it, when it first came out as well. I played Destiny 1 um, at, uh, actually, <laughs> mutual friend of yours and mine. Um, shout out to Tyson. <laughs> I played it on his Xbox for the first time uh, when I was at his house, house sitting. And uh, I didn't do anything else that weekend. Yeah, I didn't. I think- and I had a baby at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think with Destiny... That was one one of the only games that we all like set our alarms and like got up at like six yes. in the morning or something like the day it came yes. out. We we got up. I think we all woke up at like three in the morning or whatever because we're on the East Coast and games release in really stupid times. Mm-hmm. And so we got up really early in the morning to make sure it was downloading so that it would be ready when we got up early later in the morning right. so that we could play it all day. Like it was it was brutal. Yep. Yeah, I've I've been in that that place uh, of addiction more times than I'd like to admit. With 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 lots of games, um, and they are normally they're they, I think they've pretty well always been like these this style this MMO grind gear um, c- competitive style. Uh, I just yeah those those have been the most unhealthy relationships for me. Yeah. The second would be would be these. Assassin's Creed Red Dead Redemption 2 I I I had a pretty unhealthy relationship with <laughs> at um, least those have an even, end they do but then you get into the online yeah. um which is uh, again basically an MMO and uh and that was <laughs> that was rough but the the ones with ends are are much better for me yeah especially now did you play Mass Effect or Dragon Age no, I didn't. Those are both games that I think you would like. And they probably have all... I, I know Mass Effect has a remaster. I don't know if Dragon Age does. But Dragon hmm. Age is kind of... It's similar to like Fable. Uh, okay. Sort of. It's, you know, swords and magic and sort of that medieval kind of thing. And Mass sure. Effect is like a... So it's like Star Trek, basically. But, uh, you know, an RPG where you can make choices and, you know, be good or evil in your choices. And you're trying to save the universe kind of thing. Those are both games I'm, I think you would have liked. I think well, I, I've I've played like a few minutes of a Dragon Age, and uh, I have looked, I have you know, I've seen gameplay from both. Um, so yeah, I, I think I probably would enjoy them, but it's always like, you know, I need a push. <laughs> I need someone to say this is really good, and you're gonna like it <laughs> before I commit to a yeah. to a game. I liked them a lot at the time. I played. I only played the first Dragon Age, but I played Mass right. Effect one, two, and three. I think there's a two or three dragon ages and there's another mass effect that's more a newer one andromeda i think it was called i played a little bit of that and i didn't really like it but the the first ones were really fun again Mm. you know it was that time i had a lot more time back then and and wanting to play big games like that whereas now i don't really so whether andromeda is actually worse than the earlier ones or if i just had more time i don't really know sure um, I also, this was sort of when I got into playing first person shooters. So before this, I was really playing mostly like JRPGs and the odd like action game and stuff. 
but um, I got an Xbox 360 a couple of years after it, it had come out. And right. so I think I immediately got Gears of War 2 and Call of Duty World at War. And I played a lot of both of those series. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into those. I never liked um, first-person shooter games. There's been a couple that I've been able to get into, but I think Destiny is probably the, the the most time I've spent in a in a, in a first-person shooter. Yeah, I just like to see my character. I don't know. I just uh, <laughs> feel I'm more immersed when I'm when yeah. I can see, and I also feel like I can control them more when I can see their whole self. Yeah. No, I like those games. I don't like playing them by myself, but like if if you get a couple people to squad up with, it's a good way to sort of sure. socialize and do something kind of mindless. I don't play nearly as much as I used to, but in that in that era I played a lot of Call of Duty. <laughs> I also yeah. played weirdly a lot of NHL games back then, given that I'm not oh. really into sports. I mean, I like no. hockey well enough, but I don't, you know, I don't watch it. Um, but I played a ton of NHL for whatever reason. I got really into it and I still play it every once in a while. It's it's still fun. Yeah. The only hockey that I played was uh was I believe the one we talked about ice hockey on the uh, on the NES? Yeah. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure we did. We did. Okay, maybe yeah. I don't. Remember. That was the only I hockey game I played. Steel on the NES a little bit. <laughs> um, this was also like so. Like I said, I got the Xbox when it was a little bit old. So this was when I was starting to go to bargain bins too and get ten dollar games. So I was starting to like yes. really get into playing a little bit of everything here. And so sure. that's why my, my list here is kind of all over the place. It was also kind of the start of indie games. So it was when I started playing indie games and stuff and, and just like the actual amount of 360 games I've played is just immense, like hundreds and hundreds of them. Oh, wow. But I, uh, I've got a couple more honorable mentions and then two more that I want to talk about as some of my favorite games that I, I want you to play. Um, sure. But the the honorable mentions is Guitar Hero and Rock Band, which we never mentioned. Oh, yeah. But that was like Freak. generation defining like everyone, mm-hmm. you know, like it, at the time around when we would have been in university. Yes. Like our whole university age for people our age was defined by hanging out, drinking and playing Guitar Hero and Rock that's Band. That's what you did. That was yeah, that's everyone what everyone was doing back then. Before you move on, I did just remember that I used to play a lot of Dance Dance Revolution. I never got into that. Back when they had um, like those plastic mats mm-hmm. that the game came with that you stepped on the different arrows. Were you good I, I, that at was it? mostly like a. I, I would not say I was good. <laughs> no, no. Um, I did them all pretty much on easy. Some of them I could do on medium, but like uh, that was that was earlier. That was more on the Xbox that I played them, not mm-hmm. the 360. And that was more with my family, like my siblings. Uh, wasn't a whole lot when I went off to uh, to university. I wasn't really doing that anymore. That was more rock band and yeah. guitar hero. Yeah, I never really played that. Um, fun fact: you can uh, murder someone in Hitman with one of those in the Hokkaido level. I don't know if you saw that. There's like a DDR mat and you can go tamper yeah. with it with your screwdriver and do something. I don't remember what. And then you put it on like super high speed or something and, and it like electrocutes them or something. Something oh, happens. Wow. But yeah, it's a fun little way to murder somebody in the Hokkaido level. Um, oh, dear. But before we move on from the Xbox 360, there's two more games that I want to talk about. Well, one of them is two games in itself, but that's Portal 1 and 2. Have you played oh, either of those? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that was one that I wanted to get you to play for this podcast if you hadn't. Portal 1 
blew my mind. It was one of those games I found in a bargain bin. And it was like it was on the uh, collection called the Orange Box, which came, yes. I think, with um, Half-Life, Half-Life 2. Two and. Uh, oh, what's that other game called? There was another one. I've, I had the same collection. Yeah. I don't think I played anything except for Portal. Yeah, same. And, and me, too. The, the other game's really famous and I feel bad that I'm drawing a blank. It was basically like the precursor to Overwatch where you. Right. Could, uh, it was like a PvP game, but it was class based. Anyway, somebody will be really mad that I forgot the name of this, but I never <laughs> it wasn't one I actually ever got into. But no. I remember just sitting down sitting down with Portal and being like, I don't know what this is, and just like being glued to the screen like a five year old. And like I never got up until I finished it. And it, it was it's yeah. short, it's only like two and a half hours, but it was so yeah. good. And then Portal Two was like just built off of that and was one of the greatest games I've ever played. They're very cool concepts. Yeah. And I think i probably played both of them um so i probably shouldn't do that for the uh, podcast but they're fantastic yeah i love those games and um portal 2 even has a co-op mode which was really cool that really kind of branched out so you have four portals instead of two and you had to coordinate and i love a good puzzle game like that and that one was at times hard on the head yeah definitely it also had a really good like sense of humor and stuff too so they were they were really good um, but the the last one I want to talk about on the Xbox 360 is an interesting one because it's one of my favorite games of all time as of mm. about two weeks ago. Um, oh. And that game is Dark Souls. I am very late to the party, but I finally see what all the hype is about because a couple weeks ago, Elden Ring came out and everyone was playing it. And I was mad because I, I get... Uh, you know, I get hyped up when everyone's playing something. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling left out. Everyone's talking. Yeah. About it. And I was like, I want to play Elden Ring, but I played Dark Souls 10 years ago and I didn't really like it. So sure. I was like, I'm not buying Elden Ring until I go play Dark Souls and see if I like it. And mm-hmm. this time, for whatever reason, it just clicked with me and I absolutely loved it. It was one of my favorite games I've ever played. Wow. Um, and so I just beat it a, co- a couple of weeks ago. And then I've been playing some other games that I have that are similar to that other stuff that I've already got. And so sure. I haven't bought Elden Ring yet. I'm going to work my way up. I'm, I'm waiting for a sale on Dark Souls 2 and 3. I just picked okay. up a copy of Bloodborne, which is a PS4 game made by the same developer. And I've got okay. to play Sekiro, which was uh, for three Xbox One, I think. Um, so I'm working my way up to Elden Ring. But yeah, that's my new obsession right now. And it's funny because people have been going on about how good Dark Souls are, you know, how good of a game it is for 10 years or so. And I guess I'm just a little late to the party on that one, but I'm all in now. You and me both, because I've I've never played any of them or shown any interest in them. Well, maybe I, I don't I don't know how it is, how it'll do for, you know, our theme of not having much time because it's a long game and it's quite a commitment. Um, right. It took me about 40 hours to beat it. Oh, um, and it's it's quite hard um but maybe we can we can play i'll guide you through it sometime yeah and maybe you know maybe i won't beat it but we can hopefully still have something to talk about (laughs) yeah it it hooked me in a way that only a few games have where i'm like so obsessed with it that when i'm not playing it i'm like googling things about it and watching other people play it and like like i i there's only a couple other games that have had me that obsessed um Mm. and they're coming up in a minute when we talk about xbox one (laughs) <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, that that's it for me for Xbox 360. Did you have any uh anything you wanted to mention for the PS3 and the or the Wii? 
I didn't have or play a PS3, and uh, we, um, I think I bought for my mom for Christmas <laughs> one year and play, played some Wii Sports. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. I played a little bit of PS3. I had PS3 pretty much just long enough for Sony to lose all my information to hackers in that big uh, breach right. that they had. Um, and so I played a little bit of Uncharted, and I played God of War 1, 3, 1 to 3. Um, I think one and two were like remastered from the PS2. And then the third one was a PS3 game. Um, And I played a little bit of infamous, which was what, which was a game they gave me because of the breach. They like PSN was offline for like a month and they gave everybody their choice of like a couple of games or something. Okay. So that was, that was about it. I didn't play a lot of PS3. I still have it, but I played a little bit of the last of us as well. The first one, but not a ton. I didn't get very far in it. Um, hmm. but I, I played quite a bit of Wii cause, um, you know, I had, I had a friend, uh, when I was in university and we would play Wii, like he would come over all the time cause we were in all the same classes and between classes we would play Wii all the time. So I played a, a fair bit of that, but again, with Nintendo ever since the Nintendo 64, I mostly just played the games that Nintendo released. Um, so like paper Mario, Mario galaxy one and two. Uh, new Super Mario Bros. That was fun. Um, and mm-hmm. there was a couple of Zelda games. One was good, one was bad. Um, <laughs> but that was about it. I don't have really too much on the Wii that was memorable, except for some weird game that I don't even remember the name of that was like Pong, but it had like, I don't know, like EDM music or something going on, and there was like lights flashing to the beat and stuff. And it was oh. like four player Pong, kind of, but you were all on a team. I think I kind of remember that. Yeah, I forget what it was called, but it was really cool. It was like everything went to like the beat of the music. And then if you started doing badly, the music would get like less and less intense to the point that where the whole screen would go black and white. And it was just like the boom, boom, like you were playing. Pop. Right. And then you do good again. And then the music kicks back in. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a fun like party game to play when you had a couple people over. I do. I like I remember. I remember the Wii being cool and kind of novel at the time. I mean, I remember all the hype around it, um, having the controllers, getting off the couch, like moving while you play and and all of that. And I do remember playing, playing it at friends houses and uh, with my mom, but, um, but yeah, it didn't, the games didn't hook me in a way that I remembered them enough to write them down on on this list. I do remember playing a lot of Wii sports because that was included. And then I think probably Mario tennis was that on the Wii? I'm not sure. That was the one I never got into either. I think just because, you know, it might've mostly just, it might've been just Wii sports tennis, honestly, but um, yeah, but I, I, you know, I remember it being kind of cool, but I, I guess I preferred sitting on the couch. In the end. Yeah. And that was it for me. Like I didn't really like the jumping around and swinging your hands. Like it's fun yeah. for some stuff, but it wasn't precise enough to be fun, you know, for something you're, you've got to do a lot. That's right. And that was the issue with the Zelda games. Like one of the Zelda games, Twilight Princess came out on the Wii and the GameCube. And I think I played it on GameCube because I didn't want to have to flick my wrist every time I wanted to use the sword. Um, right. And then the second one used like the Wii came out with this like peripheral that you attach to the bottom of your controller that made it more accurate. And so the second okay. one, I think, came out with that or after that. And 
and it, there was a lot more you could do. You could tilt the sword and it was a lot more accurate, but it was also just way more hassle like to, right. you know, properly move your arm. And then if you get glare coming in from a window, it didn't work. And like, it was just, <sighs> know, it was more frustrating than it was worth. Yeah. That did, uh, I, you know, I, I did like the Wii. I played quite a bit of it. And then I was one of probably the three people in the world who bought the Wii U, which to this day, <laughs> I think most people don't realize even is a separate console. Um, but that was the one that had the screen on the controller. I don't know if you played any of that. None. And it, I liked it. Like it, it the controller kind of looked like the Switch does, but it was bigger and right. bulkier. And it still had a console that hooked to the TV, but the controller was used like a second screen a lot of the times. So you could either play right. it just on the controller with your TV off or depending on the game, it might be like it might have your inventory and your map and stuff on the controller screen. And it, it mm. was pretty cool. It was used in some interesting ways. Um, and this was where I, I got into uh, Mario Maker, where you could like design levels and you would draw them on the screen with a stylus because it was like a touch screen. Uh, touch screen. Right. And uh, I played so much Mario Maker and I like what was watching it on Twitch all the time and stuff like I, I got really into that. It was a really good game. Didn't play it. Yeah, uh, I've seen people play it. I've seen Twitch uh, streamers play it, but I didn't play it. Yeah, that that was really the bulk of the Wii U for me. I, I did play Mario Kart 8. I played Donkey Kong, you know, Yoshi's Woolly World, a few again of the Nintendo games. Um, but I actually actually played my Wii U today because I, I've left it over at my sister's house and I'm using it to train my nieces to play uh, video games. And yeah, uh, yeah. so it's like the only time they ever play video games is when I'm around and we play the Wii U. Um, and they're they're obsessed with Princess Peach, and uh, yeah. yeah, we've been playing uh, Super Mario 3D World, and they're getting quite good at it. Um, so mm. it's that's been fun watching them sort of progress through video games. They also like Mario Kart and play quite a lot of that as well. Well, it's a good influence from their uncle Josh. <laughs> so get yeah, him, that's, get them hooked. That's what I, that's what my Wii U is used for these days. I think that's a good use. You talked about the Switch, but did you play anything on the Switch? Did you have a Switch? Yes. Do you have a Switch? I do do have a Switch. Um, I don't play it a ton, but again, I play the the Nintendo exclusives. So like Breath of the Wild was awesome. Um, I got the Switch and Breath of the Wild like when it was new because that was a launch title. Uh, Mario Odyssey was awesome. I played a fair bit of Smash Bros on the Switch. Uh, Mario Maker 2, which I haven't played as much as I did on the wii u but i played a bit of that um and i'm currently playing through paper mario so uh, you know the the usual the nintendo games uh, but the switch i think is a it's finally starting to get a little more mainstream where you can play a lot of like bigger name games and a lot of indie games on it and stuff that you couldn't really do on the older nintendo consoles mm. so it's been a, a bit of an interesting console i've thought about getting one um my son and my stepson both have them. And, uh, you know, I think it would be fun to, to have something to play just lying in bed. Or yeah. if I don't want to sit at the, sit at the desk or whatever, it would be, it would be fun. And, and I would love to, to play breath of the wild. Everybody tells me how amazing that game was. So, you know, I feel like I'm missing out at this point, but, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if they've got it, if, if they're in your house, I can lend you some games and you can steal one of their switches. And They're not in my house. They're at their other parents' houses. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. Um, but, but we're, we're now in, yep, yep, yep. 
Yeah, we're now talking Xbox One and PS4 era. That's so right. I think we're gonna. I think we'll actually finish today. It might just be a little longer episode, another twenty minutes yeah. or so. Sure. Um, but yeah, so this is this is sort of where we're at now. I guess we're into the next uh, ones now. But I do have an Xbox Series X, but I haven't really played anything specifically for that yet. Um, it's mostly mm. just updated versions of the same games. Um, and right. I've never played a PS5. So really, this Xbox One and the Xbox Series X kind of are, are sort of blending together, at least at this point in time. Probably in another couple of years, there'll be some more unique stuff. But this is basically sure. our last uh, last, last category. Section. So I think we'll probably both have a lot to say about Xbox One. So why don't we leave that for last? And All right. um, you tell me what PS4 games you've played. None. <laughs> that was fast. Do you um, have one? I do. Uh, I bought the PS4, though, when the PS5 came out. So I, right. I bought it cheap secondhand uh, from my cousin who had just bought a PS5. Um, and just to play the exclusives that I had missed. So I've played Spider-Man and I played God of War. Uh, and that's it. But they were both mm. incredibly good. Um, and like I just said, I, I just purchased Bloodborne, but I just got that like two days ago. So I haven't played it yet. Um, right. But God of War was a, a really fun. It was like sort of a it, it was still a sequel, but it was sort of a reimagining with like Norse mythology and stuff. Um, right. And just like really well done. I think it won game of the year, the year it came out and was just amazing. Um, but that Spider-Man game, I don't know if you've seen much of that. If you like the Arkham games, you would love this game. It was so fun. I think I've actually heard a lot. I've played other Spider-Man games um, on other systems. They they were f- I liked them, like swinging around and stuff, but they were fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've heard a lot of great things about about this one. Yeah, I'll lend it to you sometime because you would love it. It's it's just the like it's so fluid the way the swinging around feels and stuff. It's a lot like Arkham City where you're just kind of going around the city and doing stuff. There's missions mm-hmm. here and there. There's side missions. Sometimes there's just some like, you know, person who needs help and you swing down and fall from the sky and save them and beat up a few people and then swing back off into the sky. And like it just played so good. It was so fluid, so much fun. Uh, that sounds would, like something I would really enjoy. Yeah, so. you would definitely, definitely like it if you like those Arkham games. And I'm not like sure. I'm not a big, you know, Spider-Man dude or anything. Um, no, me neither. But just the the gameplay really, really stands out for this game. And there there's another one now. There's a sequel called Spider-Man Miles Morales, I think it's called, um, that I want to play, but I haven't got my hands on yet. Mm. I'll definitely pick that up sometime. But yeah, that's about it for, for PS4. I've been pretty heavily into Xbox the last couple uh, systems. So I just play the exclusives now on the other ones. Yeah, same. Anytime that there, you can get it on multiple systems i'm always going for xbox yeah that's been i've been an xbox boy for uh well since the xbox one really i've just kind of ignored the other systems yeah i've I've fomo i I gotta play the exclusives but i don't (laughs) mind waiting a few years so like you know i got my ps4 and those two games i think spider-man was 30 bucks and god of war was 10 so sure and i got the ps4 for like 100 bucks or something so you know wait wait it out it's not too bad (laughs) That's fair. Um, but yeah, get going into the Xbox one. So I, I said when with the 360, I was getting into those bargain bin games and I would pretty much buy anything if it was $10. 
Um, and so yeah. once we got into like the Xbox One era, Game Pass rolled around and we've mentioned it many times. Changed everything. It's changed the game for me. Uh, I've, I just <laughs> will literally play whatever Game Pass throws at me now. Um, so there's way too many games to list for Xbox One, mm. but I've, I've got five or six standouts to talk about. Um, we mentioned Red Dead 2. That was on yeah. my list. We already talked about it. Is there anything mm-hmm. anything for you that you want to talk about before I go off on <laughs> a couple of games? Um, I don't think I have any surprises. Um, I you know, we talked about Red Dead 2, we talked about Destiny 2. Um, but those are both on my list. We've talked about Assassin's Creed games that continued for me into Xbox One. Um I did play a decent amount of no man's sky i was Mm -hmm. pretty addicted to that again i love space games uh, star wars mostly but this game was just really interesting procedurally generated you can fly around infinitely and find new things that maybe nobody else has seen before like this whole concept was just fantastic like yeah i loved that game they just had an update like they're still coming out with updates five six years after release which is impressive and I, it, I just heard they're working on a new game too. So oh, look really? forward to that. I, they haven't said much about it. This was one that I played until I can't look at it anymore though. So yeah. um, I haven't been able to go back to the updates because I played it too much. Um, yeah. I got pretty into it for a little bit, but then I got like really quickly bored and just, yeah, I, I, I also have a hard time going back to it. It's really cool, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It definitely is a lot. Um, I only have two others that I do, do want to mention that might be on your list, but I, I was very, very, very addicted, um, to Witcher three. Mm-hmm. I didn't play the first two. I don't, I think a lot of people did. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. Witcher three, I played hours and hours and hours of, um, and I loved it and I've tried replaying it a little bit and I, I, uh, I have a bit, but I, I, you know, I, I beat it. I beat the expansions, um, I, I didn't certainly 100% this massive game, but I, I probably got pretty close. I played a lot of that. And I also played a lot of Shadow of Mordor. Oh, yeah. Shadow of Mordor. It didn't make my list, but both those games were very fun. I think I beat yeah. the first one twice, and I beat the yeah. second one once or twice. That's when I think we talked I, about it on the podcast because I was playing did. it during, you know, five minutes before we recorded one day. <laughs> And I played Shadow of War a little bit, but I preferred for some reason I just played more of the first one mm-hmm. and and preferred it. I did I I think I probably beat Shadow of War, but um I have more fond memories of Shadow yeah. of Mordor. Shadow of War had some launch issues too where it was they were trying to micro transaction, you know, nickel and dime oh. you and people were mad about it. I, so I played it later so that a lot of that was fixed, but I think it it had a bit of a bad rap for that. But, uh, yeah, that'll ruin a launch. There was another game that sometimes was compared to No Man's Sky because they came out around the same time, um, but it was called Elite Dangerous. And it, it's not really the same, except that it's a real, it's like a procedurally generated universe. Um, right. But it's our universe, like it's the Milky Way. And I played oh. like a thousand or two hours of that. I got really into it. I absolutely loved it. And it's more wow. of a sim than... Uh, no man's sky like it's actually like hard to dock your ship without crashing into things and <laughs> you know when when i played it a lot you you couldn't like land your ship on planets or anything and then okay 
they added like an update where you could land on certain planets that were uninhabited and you could drive around on a little like ATV looking thing. Yep. But you could like everything was sort of real, real time, real distances. Like, it, you know, sometimes flying from one place to the next would take hours and hours and hours. And like there was a cool. thing, there was like an achievement to make a journey to the center of the universe. And like in real right. lifetime, it took like, I forget, like 10 hours there and 10 hours back or something. Like it was a Jeez. whole trip that you had to do and you would jump system to system and you could scan things on the way and stuff. But it was like, yeah. it was like weirdly peaceful. Like it sounds like it would be really boring, but you just put a show on or a podcast and it was like, I don't know. I really, really yeah. liked it. Um, but I, you know, I like sci-fi and space things. Yes. Um, and then there's a new update now where you can actually like walk around in person and, you know, shoot guns and get out of your ship and stuff. Uh, but that updates not making it to consoles. So I've not gotten to play it, but someday I might get back mm. into this if I ever get a gaming PC or something, um, because that, that was one of my all time favorite games. Uh, I just I absolutely loved it. It was the coolest thing I've ever played. I think. What did you say it was called? Uh, Elite Dangerous. I might look that up because, yeah, it sounds like something. Well, I, I don't know. You spent a thousand hours. It sounds like something it's that might be unhealthy. Time, so. Yeah, it's a time sink, but it's not really a. It, well, there's no like time limits. You know what I mean? Like it's right. not like Destiny where it's like you got to do this. Your weeklies like you can spend mm -hmm. a lot of time, but you also could just stop and, you know, you're not missing. Do anything. something else. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was really cool. I think it's it's a series that's been going on for a long time. I think the the first one was just called elite and it was like in maybe the like 80s or 90s like it's it's an old oh, wow. it's an old series but yeah it's really cool and then in a in a similar vein another one that i've talked about quite a few times i think on the podcast is sea of thieves which is a game that right. i'm probably around 2000 hours at now it's definitely the game i've spent the most time ever ever second would be elite mm -hmm. dangerous third would probably be destiny or destiny 2 yep um but uh, sea of Thieves is just just the most fun sandbox to just goof around in. And, and you know, I, I absolutely love it. Playing alone, I probably wouldn't like it. But, you know, get a couple no. buddies and go sail around and get into some shenanigans. It's just it's always a good time. That's I mean, that's what those games are, are meant for. I mean, if you're not if and that's also why they're less addictive when you play them alone. Like if you're playing an MMO or Destiny or Sea of Thieves by yourself, you're going to get bored more yeah. easily. But if you've got a squad or a team or a guild um, that can, you know, you can just stop doing what you're doing and just chat with mm -hmm. uh, in voice or whatever, then, you know, you feel like you're, you're less like you've been playing a game for eight hours. <laughs> And more like you're hanging out with your friends, yeah. um, which uh, I don't have any more Xbox games, but um, we we didn't talk really about the PC games. And that is where I spent. I don't even want to know how many hours and I don't want to guess because I don't <laughs> know. But um, back in university, I played uh, a MMO called Star Wars Galaxies again with the Star Wars, but um that's not even a game anymore, um, but it was an MMO. And again, I don't know how, how many hours. I was very active in a guild. I was very active in PvP. I was very into getting the latest gear and raiding and everything. Um, and then that died. And then Star Wars The Old Republic came out, which is still a game. Um, 
And I probably put in just as many hours to that game. And I ran a guild in that game. And um, yeah, thousands, thousands and thousands of hours. That that game, well, no, I guess it was Star Wars Galaxies. Um, that game caused me to drop out of university. <laughs> like it was a serious, serious yeah. problem. Yeah, I've never gotten yep. I've never gotten to the point where it's been a, a that bad of a problem. Destiny would have been the closest. And really, it was just like the kind of thing where your girlfriend would be real mad at the amount of Destiny you're playing. <laughs> That's about, yeah. about it. Um, no, I mean, it took it. I mean, yeah, it, it was it for me. It was a problem. I took 12 years to pay off the student loans from yeah, those two years that, that I did not finish. Yeah, I just paid them off last year. So yeah, it's a lot of wasted money. So I mean, that's really, that's a good spot to end, I guess, kind of. (laughs) But that's, um, that's really the name of this podcast. And the reason that we're doing it is because (laughs) it's because of games like this that, uh, that, that consumed all consuming. Yeah, well, I want to before we go, I want to talk about three games that I really liked. We did. We talked about oh, handhelds sure. a little bit because we basically oh, yeah. we mostly only talked Pokemon. about Pokemon. We've we've right. restructured a little. Um, That's true. But I, I've got three games that I want you to play for this podcast. Oh because sure. Three of my favorite games. All of them I played through Game Pass, but some of them are still in Game Pass. Not all of them. Um, the first one is Near Automata, which is sort of like a JRPG action RPG where you're like an android. And you're like running around beating up robots, but it had like multiple Mm -hmm. endings and it had a really weird story and really unique characters and just a cool art style. And it was a game that really, really struck me. I don't know if you ever Hmm. heard of this. No, it was pretty big. I think it was either game of the year or or in the running for game of the year when it came out. Really? Uh, but it's a bit longer. It's, a, I think, like a 40 to 60 hour game to like kind of you sort of beat it and then you beat it again from like a different perspective. So it's not oh. really playing the same game twice, but parts of it are like duplicated. And then there's like two other kind of side stories that you play after that. So like there's a, there's a lot of content in this game. It was it was really fun. I liked it a lot. Um, Interesting. The next one I want you to play is called Subnautica. I think you've probably yeah. heard of Subnautica. Yeah, I've heard of Subnautica. Um, that was that's the other game that I was saying, like Dark Souls, that that like got me hooked in a way where I was like at work googling Subnautica, watching YouTube videos, like coming home from work playing Subnautica, going to work and like looking at Subnautica things on my phone. Like, yeah, I was obsessed with that game, and it scares the shit out of me. I I I've heard it's very scary. It depends on the person. Some people don't mind it at all. For me, swimming around in video games, in 3D video games, is always scary, even if it's not a <laughs> horror game. Like, I don't know why it always freaks me out because you can't really see that well. And people could be, it's not like, oh, they could be behind or in front of me. Like, they could also be, a, be a, above or below or whatever. And there's just yes. big, scary monsters. So if that doesn't bother you, it's not really a scary game. Sure. And once you've kind of gotten jumped a couple times, you get over it anyway. But I played it You're so it. timidly. Like I was playing with my friend who was also <laughs> playing at the same time. Like it's a single player, but we would chat about it and stuff. And he like made yeah. fun of me. He's like, I can't believe you haven't seen this or you haven't seen that. And I'm like, yeah, I just like floor it from one place to another. Terrified the whole time. Um, <laughs> but it was it's so fun. It's got like crafting and like base building and like survival elements and like 
there's a like a mystery to the whole thing. It's just one of the best games ever made. Uh, and there's two of them now. So definitely oh, really? a lot of content there. So I, I want to get your opinion on that because I want to spend a whole episode talking about it. Okay. And then sure. the very last one, and this <laughs> this game is the reason I agreed to do this podcast. Um, okay. Because I wanted to make someone else play this game because nobody's <laughs> played it and it's one of the best games ever made, if not the best game ever made. Um, and it's called Out- The Outer Wilds. And it is a game oh, where you've talked about this. Yeah, you're like this weird alien dude and you're exploring this small universe. Um, and you just like get in a spaceship and you drive off and look around for a little bit. And then the sun explodes and you wake back up. And it's like this cool gameplay loop of like figuring things out in the little bit of time you have before the sun explodes. Mm. And there's like this mystery and this whole universe and there's puzzles. And it's just like, it's another game that just absolutely blew my mind. I haven't seen anything like it. Um, And it's got a DLC now that I haven't played yet. So I'm thinking we might do this one pretty soon and I'll play through and do the DLC and you can play through the main game and we can talk about it because that sounds really interesting. Everyone should play this game because it is the best game ever. Well, I guess we should uh, be the advocates for this game. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. It's funny best. when you see like anyone talking about it, like on Twitter or something, literally everyone is like, please play this game. It's so good. And then like no <laughs> one's ever heard of it. But anyone that has is right. like, this is amazing. How have I not discovered this sooner? Yeah. So that that's the the biggest one I'm the most excited to get you to play. Okay, we got some good games up on the docket. Yeah, but anyways, that's it for me. I mean, we could probably talk for another 10 hours, but we did manage to get it into two episodes, so we better stop now. Yeah, I think that's probably where we should cut it off. There are, there are lots of games that we both played that just, you know, didn't make the cut, but that doesn't mean that, you know, we didn't love them and didn't spend hours and hours playing them. But yeah, I mean, this was hard. It was hard, but it was fun. This was There was a lot of games in uh, in our in our lives, our short lives. But anyway, that's it. That's all we're going to do today. That's all we're going to do this month. We're going to try and come back and do Undertale for next next episode. Um, Got to finish that. I think I'm about halfway there. I'll try and stream the rest of it. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, if you are into watching streaming, you can uh, follow me on Twitch. Uh, that is uh, no time. I spent a long time since I've shouted out the Twitch. What is the Twitch? Twitch, 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 Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Raj Dev. That's what it is. Thank you. Um, but uh, anyway, all of that is in our Discord server if you want to join that. Uh, the link's in the podcast description. And um, you can also send us an email if you want. When you want to say hi or want to send us any, any game suggestions. Um, that's at notimepod at gmail.com. And thank you so much if you're still listening thank you so much it's really 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 great for you to support us like that um and uh you can if you've not already please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you can get notifications of all the upcoming episodes and press x to skip the credits <laughs>